0: This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl.
1: Shooter ready, stand by. Welcome to Gun Owners Radio. We are your Second Amendment community. Interviews, product reviews, politics, trivia. Gun Owners Radio has it all and more. Check us out at gunownersradio.com and tune in every week to hear Dave Stahl, Michael Schwartz, and all our guests talk about everything Second Amendment.
2: Here we go. All right, folks, welcome to Gun Owners Radio, FM 961 AM 1178. The answer. Hey, making good people defenseless does not make bad people harmless. Think about it. Gun control laws only disarm the law-abiding. Murder, rape, and assaults are already against the law. Do you really think a law that bans concealed carry will stop a criminal? Help us fight back and become a member of San Diego County Gun Owners. We make activism easy. So join today. Sdcgo slash join and sign up to be a member today.
1: So happy New Year, everybody. I know everybody thought last week was New, New Year. To Year's. Say that, but it feels like it feels like this is New Year. Is this twenty twenty five? Thanks, no. I'm no. still Thanks. putting
3: twelve on everything I date.
1: Well, not so much having <laughs> to do with yeah. the date. It has to do with what happened on Saturday.
2: Oh, yeah. What happened?
1: Because, you know, we were going into, the, into January 1st, and we didn't know what was going to happen with SB2, and what can we carry, and the injunction, and mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. It didn't really feel like it was New Year's Eve or New Year's Day. It kind of felt a little dreary. But, boom, Saturday, the injunction was uh, – Let's see. It's kind of you got to do. You got to do algebra on this whole situation. Right. Like double, negative. double negative yep, yep. equals a positive. But they banned carry in California. They uh, they put a an injunction on the ban. They put a stay on the injunction, and then they lifted the stay on the injunction on the ban
2: in a boat in the bottom of the sea. Mm-hmm. And I am more confused happened. now than I was when you started.
1: Well, let me clarify. It's good news. And basically, you can carry in California just like you could in 2023. So it's as if so SB2. nothing's two changed. On the carry, on the sensitive right. areas. Nothing's changed. Now, a lot of people, uh, there's a little confusion. Like, well, hey, wait a minute. There's like 30, uh, 30 places that were that were spelled out in SB2. And, and the injunction is only on like whatever, a certain certain number of them. Well, there are some places that they made really, really sensitive. So, like, for example, like a school. That's already sensitive. It's already a sensitive area. You can't create a school. You know, Never know. It had nothing to do with SB2. But in SB2, it spelled that out. So, did the injunction affect
2: that? No, it didn't affect that. Well, they needed to fill in more boxes so it looked more impressive.
1: Yeah, I don't really know. Honestly, that's above my pay grade as to why they would be duplicative. Maybe um, – uh, maybe they just wanted to be able to ex- you know, have more have more ability to prosecute on a state level. I don't really know. I'm not even going to try to guess. But the important thing is there were really two pieces in SB2 that broadly affected most most people. One was houses of worship. A lot of people go to church. A lot of people go to synagogue. A lot of people go wherever. But houses of, of worship, you had to they basically ban unless they ha- hanged a sign. But the other one was, it was private commercial property that was open to the public, and that definition is you name it. <laughs> it's everything. It's a gas station. It's a grocery store. It's, it's everything. It's here. Um, it's, yeah. yeah, it's here. It's everything. It's everywhere. So there were a couple other you know, uh, pieces that affected people, but I would say that just those two basically affected everybody. You know, even if you know, even if you don't go to church, you definitely go to the gas station, grocery store, Walmart, Target, whatever. You know, um, so that's gone. You, you can carry. So basically, you can carry everywhere you could carry before SB two. But uh that's thanks to in part by the uh, our case, the CaroLero case, CaroLero v Bonta. It's CaroLero Ham Schwartz. San Diego County Gun Owners, Orange County Gun Owners, Firearms Policy Coalition uh, versus Bonta. There's there's more than uh, more than just one plaintiff. There are a bunch of plaintiffs. So, so that's really good news. Mm-hmm. I'm very, very happy about that. Alicia, how's it going? Happy New Year.
3: Happy New Year. Fantastic.
1: Yeah, we got Bill McLaren in.
3: Yes,
2: we do. Hey, Bill, how's it going? Right
1: into the mic, Bill. Yeah. Right into the mic. Just like yeah. you own it. There you go. So <laughs> what do you think, SB2? I know you weren't a big fan.
4: I'm not a big fan of SB2.
1: Right up on the mic, like right in there. there you
4: SB2 go. is basically makes a mockery of the Bruin decision. That's what they did. Yeah. It was a knee-jerk, poorly thought-out reaction, which it won't stand. Yeah, As we've seen already, even the Ninth Circuit decided that, no, we're not going to— yeah. this, this is too extreme that. yeah well, you're gonna to have to litigate this first
2: yeah. yeah well do you think they just throw this insanity out just for just to get their base fired up whether it makes any sense or not it's it's not so I don't think it's so much it's their base. I've been
4: watching Sacramento for a lot of years now with this gun stuff mm-hmm. and I came to the conclusion that the way they make their gun laws, Some new senator or some new representative gets voted in. they got to make a name for themselves. What's the easiest name to make for yourself? I'm going to write a gun control bill. I don't know nothing about gun control. I'm just going to write whatever I think is right in there. Mm -hmm. And then it goes into committee and they throw it at the wall. Some of it falls out, some of it sticks, and that's what gets voted on. Yep. None of it meshes properly. Mm. It doesn't matter whether it's legal or not. Yeah, well, yeah that's the main thing. Because we will just spend taxpayer money, my money, your money, yep. fighting our illegal law in court to try and keep it.
1: And they get to go back to their district and say, hey, look what I tried to do, but those dern yep. courts. Mm-hmm. They just won't let I, I do think i got to tell you, though, I, 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 they're true believers. The the people behind SB two truly believed that this was a good idea and that it should be done and it'll make people safer. They're true believers. I, I wish they were I wish they were conniving. Um or, or or dishonest. I mean, they honestly believe that, hey, this is a really good idea. And we mm-hmm. think, yeah, of course it's constitutional. It should stand. You know, which kind of makes it tougher to to fight against. Mm-hmm. You know, you you gotta you you're actually we're actually trying to, you know, changing hearts and minds is really, really difficult. But uh, we'll talk more about SB2. I just wanted to get it out there at the top of the show. SB2, you can carry every place you could carry before now. Um, thank you so much to everybody involved, particularly those involved in the Carrollero case, particularly those who are San Diego County gun owners, Orange County gun owners, Inland Empire gun owners members. Please join if you haven't. San Diego Gun Show. Early bird tickets go on sale January 15th for SDCGO. OCGO and IEGO members. So if you are a member of San Diego County Gun Owners, Orange County Gun Owners, or Inland Empire Gun Owners, you're going to get to buy tickets to the gun show first, gun show and symposium, uh, starting January 15. Everybody else has got to wait or become a member, and then you can buy tickets early too. Uh, General admission tickets will go on January 22nd, so you get a full week uh, ahead of everybody else to get tickets. How can you participate? Well, you can sponsor, you can exhibit, you can volunteer, and you can attend, or you can do any combination of the above. We need folks to sponsor all kinds of fun stuff that's going on. Um, we need people to exhibit, you know, set up your table and sell your wares or your services, and then we definitely need volunteers. The volunteer spots are up on Sandy. you can kind of get on our uh, website already. Go to sdcgo.org slash volunteer and then attend. Just attend. Buy a ticket. And attend. And attend. Come down. Take a look around. And even if you don't buy anything, even if you don't, you're not particularly in the market for anything. We need people. We need to be able to say that. Hey, folks showed up. You know. And I truly, again, this is going to be the best gun show I, I've seen in San Diego ever. Um, I'm extremely proud of what we're putting together. But if we build it and no one comes, it's it's gone. Right. We're, we can't do it again.
2: Are so, you going to charge this year to have your picture taken with people? <laughs> what? I say, are you going to charge? Like stand this? there and have my... Yeah, and have people take their... That's why they'll come down. I will
1: charge people to not have their picture. <laughs> I'm yeah. going to run up to them and say, I'm taking my picture with you unless you give me five bucks. And then, There you go. That's like, All right, all right, all right. Here's 10. Get out of here. Because you know they're going to want to get their picture taken with you. If you want more information on <laughs> sponsoring, exhibit, volunteering, or attending, tomorrow, January 8th at 1 p.m., attend the Zoom informational session. Go to Gun Owners Radio com slash gun show info to register. So that's gunownersradio.com dot com slash gun show info to register. And then finally, before we start the show, Dwayne Lapierre from the NRA resigns. What? Yep, he steps down and resigns. Yeah. And i uh, I think that uh, uh, I think there's probably a lot of mixed mixed opinions on that. You mm-hmm. think? Um, a bit. I don't know. Maybe we'll talk a little bit more yeah. about that later. I got to tell you. Um, Last ten years not so great, but uh, the guy's a Second Amendment hero. If you go back to the '80s, hate to say it, it's clear, clear, clear cut. Yeah. He, he was a Second Amendment hero. He I had, had the him. right idea. Super nice guy. I, I think in a lot of ways he did a lot of good things, but uh, I don't know. We'll see how his legacy is. I, I think it's, it's good that he left, but uh, let's see what happens next.
2: I heard he's going to teach at Harvard. Really? Yeah. Seriously? That's where everybody goes when you get kicked. I don't think Harvard's going to have Wayne LaPierre. Though. You don't think? He's, He's all right. Dirty. He can plagiarize. He'll be fine. Yeah, he'll be <laughs> fine. Harvard. All right, what? Harvard on the hill. Harvard on the hill. That's it. All right, this is Gun Owners Radio. We're going to take a quick break. FM 96.1 AM eleven seventy. The answer. Hey, folks. Hey, welcome back. This is Gun Owners Radio. FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Hey, have you ever, if you ever have legal matters that involve firearms, you know you need a California's best firearms lawyer in the state. And that means John Dillon. He can help you with red flag laws, gun registration, gun transportation. Or maybe you just need to know that your guns are California compliant. John Dillon specializes in California gun laws. So put his number on your phone right now, 760-642-7150, 760-642-7150.
1: So this is a cool story. I think uh, we're going to really enjoy this interview. Um, our One of our very favorite authors, John Petrolino, the Gabagoo Patriot. Um, you may have seen his work at uh, BearingArms.com, and uh, you probably heard him on Gun Owners Radio, and you might have seen him at Gun Prom. Um, great guy. Love John Petrolino so much. I hope he's out there listening. Uh, he brought us a fantastic interview. Uh, he wrote an article about uh, overcoming unusual challenges in pursuit of a CCW. And we're going to interview uh, Gianna Novello. I hope I said her name right. I'll have to ask me my first my first question to Gianna. is Did I say her last name correctly? And we're going to talk about some of the unusual challenges that she overcame to get a CCW and and, uh, have the ability to effectively defend herself. So, Gianna, are are you there?
5: Yes. Hi. How are you?
1: Fantastic. Did I say your last name right?
5: You did. (laughs)
1: Okay, good. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for being on the show.
5: Of course. Thank you for having me.
1: How – No. okay, so I have so many questions. I don't even know where to start. So let's just start with some of the basics. Do you mind – what state are you in – uh, that, uh, just so we know, uh, you know, how, how do they treat CCWs and CCW holders in your state? Maybe that's the best way to put it.
5: So I'm from New Jersey.
1: Oh, oh I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Not that there's anything wrong with New Jersey, but they, you guys, you, you and you guys are trying hard to out, uh, you know, outmaneuver us when it comes to anti-Second Amendment stuff out here in California, aren't, aren't you? Yes. Yeah. And what, So what was your interest in, in firearms? Is it something you grew up with, or what, what, what made you become interested in firearms and then eventually a CCW?
5: So I never grew up around them. Um, never had an issue with anybody you know, who owned them. Um, when I met my boyfriend, he actually got into it and joined uh, Gun For Hire over here in New Jersey. I don't know if you've heard of them.
1: I have it. Is that a range or who's gun fryer?
5: Yeah. So it's a gun range in New Jersey. Um, John Petrolino is actually good friends with the owner there. Mm. That's how I kind of like met him and all that. Um, so my boyfriend joined it and then, you know, I kind of went with him, gave it a try, saw how it was, learned the basics of, you know, just how to work a gun. Um, and, you know, we went to the range and later that day, I applied for my uh, my FID card just to have it. It's always something good to have. Um, and then when I got it, I went and purchased my first gun, and I didn't think I was gonna get my um, carry permits as soon as I did because I haven't been you know I'm just I'm still new to this. it's only been a few months. Mm. Um, but I gave it a try and I passed, and here I am now.
1: Wow that's awesome so that's how you met John Petrolino now are you on yeah. the are you on the the Philadelphia side of New Jersey or are you on the New York side of New Jersey or where whereabouts
5: no we're on the New York side
1: you're on the New York side okay so you're up in, in north yeah. so so you're you're even uh, I, I think it's fair to say that firearms in general um, n- not the most welcome in in northern New Jersey
6: right? no.
5: Yeah. <laughs>
1: Okay, so was that any concern for you when you started getting into firearms, or you don't care?
5: No, I didn't really care. I just, I was more so um, just a little nervous. I just didn't think that I could do it, but I guess I proved myself and everybody wrong, I guess.
1: Yes, you did, and congratulations for it it's extremely you, awesome okay so john petrolino wrote this article overcoming unusual challenges in pursuit of a ccw and he you know met you and, and and wrote this article did a fantastic job now the overcoming unusual challenges in pursuit of a ccw didn't have to do with the legalities of it i think that's most people's challenges in states like New Jersey and California has to do with the legalities and the red tape and the cost and all that other stuff. But you have an a, an unusual challenge. Can you talk about that?
5: So I uh, I'm missing my left hand. So I wouldn't say I'm I have a disability. I'm just different. Um, so I guess that's where the whole like where everything comes into play because I do hold the gun differently. I do work a gun differently, um, like different than how everybody else would.
1: Wow. Now how difficult was that when you, was there any, did you have to break your own ground there or or was there uh, any kind of guidance or how did that, how did that play out at the very beginning?
5: So there was a little bit of guidance. I had a lot of people, just showing me different ways to do it, how to hold it. I think I went through like three or four different positions on how to hold the gun until I actually like really found the good position and something that was comfortable. And when I finally found like that like that final position, that's how I um, did my CCW qualification. And I think it worked out great, so it's nice that I had a lot of people along the way just helping me, and a lot of people at the gun range that I do attend, um, they've been great help to me as well.
1: I firmly believe that gun folk are some of the best folks out there. I'm sure everybody was probably falling all over themselves to help you, I would imagine.
5: Yes, they were very, very polite, very nice. They're always willing to help you. They treat you like family, no matter what. If you're a male, female, disabled, not disabled, so it made me feel really comfortable, and it made me feel really good about myself.
1: Oh, cool! That's very, very cool. Now, what's it? Not, so, do you do you carry every day, or what, what? What have been your carry habits since getting your your permit?
5: So, I do try to carry every day. If not, um, I carry like two or three times a week, um, but a lot more on the weekend, like when I'm not. Um, at work. So I do do like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but during the week I'll try to do like once or twice.
1: Have, were there any, do you have, do you have any stories about like friends or loved ones or coworkers workers or whatever they found out that you were going for your permit or that you carry now and they had some, some weird comments or unusual things to say about it?
5: So my coworkers, I didn't really tell them, but like family, they were all very, like happy, they were all proud of me. Um, it's It's just nice for them to know that I can do something. So it made me feel better. They were all very, very happy for me. And it just feels nice because I want people, I want people to know that I can do things and I want them to be happy for me, not because I have something like wrong with me, but because I achieved something. Yeah, I don't think
1: you don't have anything wrong with you. Absolutely not. You have something different about yeah. you. It's not, a, you know. I mean, that's. I'm so glad that you did this. I, I think that's phenomenal. Um, I, is it? Is this like you personally? To do you do you go out and you know do adventurous things a lot, or is this is this kind of outside of your comfort zone?
5: This is definitely outside of my comfort zone. <laughs> 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 but now that I'm used to it and I did do it every like weekend I'm like oh can we go to the gun rage can we go to the gun rage <laughs> <laughs> cause it's always good to like go and meet new people and like everybody always wants to like they're, they want you to try what they have you want them to try what you have so it's nice it brings people together and it makes everybody like family and it makes the other people feel like you know they're trying to help me so let me help them
3: Absolutely. You, every time I go to the range, there's always somebody there that's like, "Hey, you want to come over and shoot my gun?" They're eager to share and they're <laughs> eager to, to teach and to, to let you share in it. Now, I'm curious from, a, from yeah. a, a logistical perspective: Did you find that there was a particular firearm that worked well for you as is, or did you make some modifications to something to suit you?
5: So, I before I even like purchased my first um, handgun, I did use. Um, I was using my boyfriend's Sig. Absolutely didn't like it. And then when I was able to like purchase my own, I love the Walther PDP. It's great. That's my, I use that every day as my carry, um, as my carry. And I, I love it. I'll never look to like anything else.
1: So I gotta, I'm kind of, how do you rack it? I I hope that's, oh, that's not rude to ask, but how do you rack your, when you, when you have to rack it, how do you rack it?
5: So I have the, I have a red dot on top of it. So I just take my left hand. um, So I'm missing my hand from the wrist up. Mm. So um, it's kind of like my left hand is kind of just like, um, like a little circular, like ball, I guess you can say. And I just like push back on the, Mm. um, on the red dot. And that's how I lock it back. And then to like, you know, once the mag is loaded and I'm ready to like fire, I either push the button on like the side or I use the um, the dot as well.
1: That's awesome. Good for you. And how is your? How's the boyfriend? Is he uh, is he pretty happy that he uh, that you're now a fellow gun
5: nut? Oh, he's he's ecstatic.
1: <laughs> he loves
5: that we go together. He loves that everybody you know feels like happy for me and they're always like congratulating me. So he likes that little bit of like fame, I guess. I gotta
1: tell you, if I were, I don't know. Do, do you do you have a lot of single friends that are women?
5: Um, for the most part, yeah.
1: Yeah, I, t- take them to the gun range, man. I'm telling you, you meet the best people at gun ranges, especially so women they- women that are looking for a good guy. Take them to the gun range.
5: <laughs> so, at our gun range, they do um, ladies' night. Uh, we're like. <laughs> you know, women just go, they can bring friends, you can go alone, you can, that's how you meet people and stuff, and um, you get like free port time, so I did bring uh, two of my friends, and they had a blast, they loved it, but I don't think they're at the point where they're gonna like purchase their own gun yet, but I'm glad that they came and they experienced it. All you can do is plant that seed.
1: There you go. (laughs) We're gonna keep talking to you, we gotta go, uh, we gotta go take a break and uh, pay some bills and do some
2: commercials. And we're going to come back and talk to you, John. This is awesome. Thank you.
5: Okay. Thank you. All
2: right, folks. That's Gun Owners Radio, FM 96181170. The eleven seventy. The answer. Mm. When this shows better off air than on this is gun owners radio FM 961AM 1 1178 the answer hey folks you want to learn to fly yeah you can get your pilot's license right here in San Diego why because it's one of the best places to learn to fly an airplane because pilots can fly almost every day learn to fly with San Diego Flight Training International gun owner radios listen to this you get one hour of ground school one hour of flight with an instructor yep you get to fly. It's a four hundred dollar value, but we're going to get it to you for three fifty. Nope. Give them a call at eight five eight five six nine one eight two two. That's eight five eight five six nine one eight two two, or you can go to learn to fly with S D F T I.
1: All right, we're talking to Gianna. Gianna, you know they had uh, right before we went off the air. You said that they had ladies' night at your at your gun range. Um, you know they, they 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 can't do that out here in California. They actually. This is not a joke. It sounds like some kind of joke people would tell about Californians. Uh, they had a couple of the ranges uh, locally here in San Diego had ladies' night. And they had ladies, and it was popular. And they'd give them some wine after they shot and some charcuterie board, or I don't know, whatever they do. But anyway, so they got sued for sexual discrimination. And so they can't do ladies' night anymore. Wow. Isn't that crazy?
5: Yeah, I mean, we just ours just started recently, so it's not like that popular. I guess you could say over here either, but we haven't we haven't reached that part yet.
1: They have You guys, you guys haven't been around enough uh, long enough to get sued yet. Is that <laughs> no, no I guess not. All right, well, I wish you guys good luck. <laughs> Well, I think that's awesome. What was your favorite? By the way, I'm such a I have such a, a man crush on John Petrolino. How fun is that guy to <laughs> hang out with? Isn't he great?
5: He is. I've never actually met him in person yet. Mm. Um, I just like you know Zoom chatted with him, so I haven't. I don't know if you've met him in person. Oh yeah, at all or not. Yeah. No.
1: Yeah, we've we've had we've broken bread, and uh, I think we, I think we smoked a cigar together once. And yeah, absolutely, he's been out here to. We have Gun Prom. We have a big annual gala out here in San Diego, and they, we nicknamed it Gun Prom. And he's come out for that a couple of years. And yeah, he's great. Yep,
5: he is very nice. He's very genuine.
1: What was that's a good. He is very genuine. That's exactly what he is. What was your favorite part about the article when it came out and you read it? What was your favorite part?
5: I think the my most favorite part was when he just described uh, like me learning how to work a firearm and me feeling great getting my CCW because to me that, is, that was part of the article to help people really realize that they can do anything that they put their mind to. So it, it felt nice to see that and that's what I really liked most about it.
1: That's awesome. Is there how how is it been, I mean to be very frank, how is it having, you know, being unique, having a unique uh, is this something you've dealt with your whole life or did it happen uh, during your lifetime and, and and how hard has it been or is it is it are you able to have a sense of humor about it or you know, talk a little bit about that?
5: So I was actually born like that. Mm-hmm. Um Growing up, it was a little hard only because like when you're younger, people don't really, you know, they don't really understand that people can be born like this or an accident might happen. Um, so, you know, most of my life, it was very difficult, like school, not really like friends, you know, because my friends always understood because I did talk to them about it, but new people in like school, they never really understood it. So it was hard because people would always, I guess you can use the word bully because that's just how it is nowadays. But as I got older, I just realized that I can do most, like I shouldn't say most things. I should say um, everything that like people with two hands can do. So it just really didn't bother me as I got older. I mean, there are still people that will stare at me, will like say stuff, but I just don't let it bother me. Yeah,
1: Kids can be cool. Nobody, you don't want to, nobody wants to stick out when you're a kid for any reason. You don't want to be too tall. Right. You don't want to be too short. You don't want to be too heavy. You don't want to be too anything. Uh, kids can be so cruel. What's the, do you have any, uh, is there anything you do that's that's kind of fun, even if it's kind of inappropriately funny or, or whatever? Is there anything, you know what I mean? Is there anything, you have any funny stories about it?
5: Um, I mean, uh, some people might think this is funny, some people might not. <laughs> but like when people do ask, like oh you know what happened my brother would always tell because he's like the first person that if anybody ever made fun of me and he got wind of it he would freak out because he's just that protective but he would always be the first to say like oh tell people like an animal bit your hand off (laughs) (laughs) like i don't know why but that's what he would always say
1: (laughs) nice (laughs) The, uh, maybe the, the the New Jersey devil bit it off.
5: Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I'll,
1: tell you, I'll tell you a quick story. It was uh, Back when I was working at a bank, we had a, a tech come in, and they upgraded a bunch of our software. And uh, it was my turn to get upgraded. I'm talking to this tech, and I start talking about how um, at one point I had, I had shoulder surgery, and I'm, I'm right-handed, but for six months I had to learn how to use my mouse left-handed and I was explaining how it makes me even more efficient because I can you know, use my mouse left-handed and still type with my right hand and how great it was and everything. And then I looked down and she only had one hand. And I'm sitting there oh. bragging about how great it is. You know, I was devastated. I was absolutely devastated for like a month.
6: (laughs) I was like, oh my God.
1: Like I, who brags about that being, you know, using their mouse left-handed, number one. Number two, why did I pick that opportunity? Oh, I was so devastated. Anyway, um, So what uh, what do you think? Are you going to get even more into the uh, the shooting world? And it sounds like you're going to the range just for fun these days. And is there is there something on the on the horizon? Do you think you want to start doing competitions or more classes or what's it look like?
5: So I am doing classes. I do I did sign up for one next month. So I am um, gonna do the basic pistol. Um, And then from there, I can do like holster draw classes, like all the advanced ones. So I am starting with that and then I'm going to work my way up. Um, Hopefully, I do know most of the basics, but I do feel like the classes will help me learn more. And that's what I'm trying to overcome and like get into. And then maybe down the road, learn competition, I guess. (laughs)
1: That's awesome. How cool is that? Is it, is there a, how does it feel when you, when you, when you go outside now, you know, and you're carrying concealed and you know, you're competent, you know, you can defend yourself against anything. Is there, you know, is there a different feeling or was there a realization or what was that like for you?
5: So it does feel a little different. It feels, I feel better because knowing you know, that I can defend myself or anybody that I'm with if I ever had to do that. Um, It makes me feel a lot better about myself because I wouldn't want something to happen to me or anybody that I'm with. So I am very thankful that I did take the step to get my carry permit and I was able to achieve that and I definitely will use my carry permit, and I will honor that and protect myself and everybody that I'm with.
1: Well, and there's like a whole new world. I got to tell you, one of the advantages of being a woman and being into firearms, you guys have way more options. You know, like me and Bill, our option to carry is we stick it in our pants. And there's like 20 different ways to stick it in our pants. (laughs) But women, you guys have all kinds of cool accessories and and there's a hundred different ways for you guys to, to to carry. I don't know. Is that something? Have you gotten into the accessorizing yet, or is that is that am I am I the only one jealous of that?
5: So um, I carry like inside the waistband. So the only I guess cool accessory you can say is I was able to like customize like the holster I wanted. So I did go with like a purple one. There you but go. <laughs> I also. Before I even, I purchased my Walther and then I think like I used it for a week and then I sent it to get Cerakoted and I didn't have it for like three months. And now I'm like, I love the thing. I never want to use it because I'm afraid like the paint's going to chip off of it. (laughs) Like that whole thing, when I put it in the holster, it's like very slow. But then I have to tell myself like, it's just, you know, it's going to get ruined one day. It was it was just very nice from the beginning, and now I have to accept that you know it's a tool. It's a tool. It's gonna get ruined.
1: What what color did you get your gun?
5: So I'm into like sunflowers and roses and stuff. So I got um, like all like like yellow sunflowers on it. It's actually <laughs> it's actually pretty cool. I would say.
1: <laughs> I love that <laughs> I'm sitting here talking. I'm
5: always like freaking out about it in the beginning, and now I'm like, all right, I got to use it. Stop stop babying it.
1: I, I love that I'm sitting here. I mean, you're clearly, from, I'm guessing by your accent, you were born and raised in New Jersey. You are a Jersey girl, right?
5: So I was born in New York, but raised my whole life in Jersey, yeah.
1: Okay, yeah. So I love that I'm sitting here talking to a Jersey girl about <laughs> glamming out her gun that she carries concealed, <laughs> and that she put nice little sunflowers on it. That's about yeah. <laughs> With the purple holster too. <laughs> with the purple holster, yeah. Well, that's so cool. It's it's what you know. I, I'm so glad that John found you, and I'm so glad that you agreed to be on the air with us today. And it sounds like you're doing so wonderfully. And I I love that you're you're a, an ambassador in, in, in you know behind enemy lines there in New Jersey to a whole whole bunch of groups of people. And uh, thank you so much. You're, so, thank you so much for being such a lovely guest. What do you? What's you. what's a what's what's one parting message you want everybody to know about you or guns or just in general?
5: Um. So I always just say that you know I was able to do it, and I think everybody's able to do it. And a lot of people think like guns are scary, but. Once you really get into it, they're not. There, there's something that's going to protect you and it's going to help you if you ever need it. You know, hopefully you don't need to, but it's something that will help you. And I just want people to know that if whether you're a woman, a guy, you are, you have a disability or you don't, you should still go. You should still try it because a lot of people do enjoy it, and a lot of people, you know, have fun doing it for the first time, or a lot of people just. You know, they'll become like me and they'll achieve something that they thought they couldn't. They might eventually get their carry permit and it'll make them feel good about themselves.
1: You're awesome, Gianna. Thank you so much. And thank you, John, for uh, covering. Uh, Check out bearingarms.com. Look at John Petrolino's latest article on Gianna.
2: And uh, thank you so much, Gianna. I hope to talk to you very soon.
5: Thank you. All right, folks,
2: this is Gun Owners Radio, FM 961AM 1170 the answer all right folks welcome back to gun owners radio fm 961 am 1170 the answer hey riverside hey san bernardino even with the Brewer case, the gun grabbers are getting more desperate. Let's face it, all these laws to disarm only the people that would use a gun to defend themselves. Fight back and do something to defend your Second Amendment rights. Join Inland Empire Gun Owners right now. We're growing the 2A community and are getting more pro-2A officials elected. Membership is only $10 a month, but joining is easy. Go to iegunowners.com join. All right, our next guest is from the San Diego
1: County Young Republicans. We're going to have an event for them, a joint event between San Diego County Gun Owners and the SDYRs, San Diego Young Republicans. So I asked Cynthia to come on from the SDYRs and uh, talk a little bit about it. Cynthia, how are you?
7: I'm doing great. Yourself?
1: I'm doing fantastic. Thank you so much for asking. You may have seen Cynthia on her, her media blitz over the last year. She's Every time you turn the TV on or the computer on or the radio on, you're giving an interview somewhere. I think I just saw you on OAN. Yep. Congratulations. And you were representing you. the uh, San Diego Young Republicans there, right?
7: Yep, I was.
1: So let's start what's the San Diego Young Republican?
7: The San Diego Young Republicans is a county-wide organization. Uh, we, are, we have different chapters across um, different counties. So we have a California Young Republicans and National Young Republican Organization. What we're focused on is activating the youth, in particular young conservatives in the age ranges of 18 to 40. So San Diego Young Republicans, we offer political and social opportunities for those conservatives in San Diego County that, you know, feel like they're isolated, don't know if they have anyone with similar political views. Well, San Diego Young Republicans is a great community organization for you.
1: Nice. What do you, you guys have, month, monthly meetings?
7: We do. We have monthly events. We do at least one event every every month. So it ranges from political and social. Um, it ranges from all different kinds events so it can range for example like our shooting social with the county gun owners we've done presidential debate watch parties we've gone karaoke we've even done community events where we volunteered at noah's homes and we did a beach cleanup in pearl beach so we have it all for everyone
1: and i think especially in in california a lot of people you know what i hear a lot Cynthia? people people tell me like oh well san diego's conservative you know, I, I know you're in California, but San Diego's conservative. And I think they're talking about San Diego 25 years ago. I, I think yeah. we're we're pretty solidly purple, and, and maybe even on the blue side of purple these days, wouldn't, wouldn't you say?
7: I do agree with you, unfortunately. Um, you could definitely ask that maybe like four or eight, or eight or 10 years ago when the San Diego Republicans had the majority in the Board of Supervisors and the City Council, but now it's, Three two for Democrats for the county board of supervisors and there's no Republican representation at least on the San Diego City Council side. Um, but regardless, that's why we have a lot of great organizations such as San Diego Young Republicans, so we can offer you know a community and an area for people to know that there are Republicans out there, even if we are in the minority.
1: And that's exactly where I was going. I think it's important, uh, you know, that folks out there, especially in the that age range, kind of the post. Uh, college Republican, but pre what are we pre old Republican? That <laughs> if you're over forty, you're an old Republican. You're a San Diego old Republican. You're an SDOR. Um, but in that age range, I think it's pretty important that uh, they find people that you know just have some similar interests to talk about. Um, yeah, no one likes to feel alienated. No one likes to feel alone. So I think that that's uh, that's an important and, and good thing. So yeah, what ten years ago the entire County Board of Supervisor was was Republican. And most of the San Diego City Council was Republican. And, you know, I'm not partisan. I'm, well, I I should say I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I'm uh, totally independent. Um, But uh, I got to tell you, I think 10 years ago, San Diego. (laughs) had a lot fewer problems and was a lot nicer place to live under republican rule i think mm-hmm. yeah, that's something that i think could be exploited in ongoing uh, elections i don't think anybody's looking at 2024 san diego on the county or city level especially in the city and going man are we happy democrats took over <laughs> i don't think there's a case to be made I, I don't know is that maybe i'm getting too political cynthia but am I, am I am i on the right track do you agree with me disagree with me or
7: I agree with you 100% and I could definitely speak for our board and our membership that they can concur with you completely. Um, even just like going down to beautiful gas quarter or, you know, the downtown San Diego area, I dread driving down there and walking on the streets just because of the homeless epidemic that we have. Um, I'm a millennial myself and I dream about owning my home uh, my own home someday, and you know, being able to invest in real estate. And the American dream just seems so completely far away, even though I pride myself in working very hard and doing my due diligence with my finances, along with a huge other host array of problems. So I agree with you. I don't think anyone can argue there. And my whole pitch is like at this point, we have absolutely nothing to lose. Um, You know, things can only get better if we have a a shift and a balance
5: in power.
1: Well, let's talk about the event. So what event are we doing together? I'm I'm looking forward to it. It's always fun. What what do we got going on?
5: So
7: on Saturday, January 13th, so next Saturday, or this upcoming Saturday, I should say, from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m., we're going to be collaborating together as you're as you are our community partner organization and our number one organization partner i should say we are doing resolution reload so we're going to be doing a shooting social so the san diego county owners has graciously agreed to provide firearm instructors for san diego young republican members into the public um, we're going to be meeting at san diego gun range and from 8 to 10 a.m., basically, we're going to be, you know, shooting shots and, you know, having a good time. And then after that, the San Diego County Gunners is hosting lunch at Elijah's for us. So if you are a dues-paying member, for $15, you can take advantage and join us. If you're a non-paying member, it's $25. But on that note, it's a great opportunity to sign up to be a member if you are not. So if you're in the ages of 18 to 40 and you like everything that I've shared so far and you want to check us out, um, you can sign to be a member for $50 a year. So when you become a member, when we have these really cool events, you're able to get uh, members discounts. So we did the shooting social last year with the county gun owners and uh, all the events that we did for almost the past 10 months, this was our most popular event. So it's backed by a popular demand. So we're very excited to do this again.
1: That's awesome. So we're gonna what we're going to do is, so if they go to your website, what's the website they go to to sign up?
7: Website is,
1: SanDiegoYoungRepublicans.org. SanDiegoYoungRepublicans.org. If they go to that website, you can sign up to hopefully be a member of the SDYRs, or you can go as a non-member. And uh, from 8 to 10, we're going to be at a gun range where you're going to get uh, a volunteer who's an experienced uh, uh, gun owner, someone that's ha- had his experience. They're going to walk you through and uh, make sure that you're safe and show you how to shoot. And we're going to have all kinds of fun. And uh, once we're done, you're, of course, we'll have a safety briefing, and we'll have an RSO, a range safety officer. Um, we'll have uh, all kinds of mentors, and uh, you're going to get to shoot. Uh, big thanks to the Gun Range San Diego on Balboa for making their range available and, and opening up early for us. And then uh, after – so, well, that'll go from 8 to 10. And then after after that, if, if you participated with us, we're going to go have have brunch at Elijah's and have some, uh, some, some fun uh, social time and uh, – Uh, get to hang out and have some have some food and if you're a san diego county gun owners member and you want to mentor i think we might still have some space open i'm not positive but if you go to our volunteer page uh we're looking for some volunteers to come on out and and help and this is going to be a really really fun time and i think this is this is just about the only event where if you're a mentor we feed you after so that's right there a huge huge benefit and if you're a mentor by the way if you ever want to be a mentor all you got to do is sign up bring your gun We provide everything. You don't have to bring your ammo. Uh, Just bring your eye and ear protection and your gun, and we introduce you to the shooter, and we give a safety briefing. All you have to do is the fun part, where you actually get to uh, teach somebody how to shoot. Kind of cool. Alicia, are you going to be there on Saturday? Did you sign up to be a mentor?
3: I will actually be nearby. I may swing by for a bit, but I can't stay for the duration.
1: Awesome. Awesome, awesome. Cool. Well, Cynthia, how cool is that? uh, Are you getting a lot of positive feedback?
3: We are.
7: Like I said, it was our most popular event. We had more than we had. We had more than 15 people show up. And just looking at the registrations for the Saturday, we already have more than that. So I anticipate this is going to be a huge success already.
1: Well, very cool. I'm looking forward to it. And You're doing a fantastic job with the SDYRs. Anything else? What else do you want people to know about SDYRs, or what's another any other message you want to make sure it gets out there?
7: My last message is. Over the past 10 months, we basically relaunched our organization, and since then, we have increased our membership by more than 500%. And we did a lot of bunch bunch of other things behind the scenes that you know might not get all the glory, but is important, such as overhauling our bylaws. Um, as you mentioned, um, San Diego Young Republicans, we've been on international and national, and also local cable news networks and other radio and local press. Um, I've even had really great conversations with independents and Democrats who are looking to convert to the Republican Party just because they are tired of the one party rule. Um, I have a lot of my members running for elected office and Central Committee this election cycle. And if you go to our website, San Diego Republicans.org, you will see that it's a brand new website and a local reband. And yeah, I could go on and on and on. But basically, if you you are looking to become involved politically. You're a conservative and you're looking for a new home. Um, san Diego Young Republicans can be your new home. Um, Sign to be a member today at san org.
1: Fantastic. You're an excellent spokesperson and you're doing an excellent job. And I look forward to seeing you on Saturday. Thank you so much for setting this up, Cynthia.
7: Thank you all again. Looking forward to Saturday.
1: How cool is that? I like what it. I mean, you're going back. Going back where? Be a Republican. No. I am neither Republican <laughs> nor young. Are you over so, 40? <laughs> I'm well over 40. Sorry, you're And not. every day getting further and further away from 40. In more ways than one. Yeah. I am San Diego, but you I'm okay. not young nor
2: Republican. That's it. Right. But I think I can help them out. I'm sure you can. You can. <laughs> With gun stuff. All right. This is Gun Owners Radio. Only one hour down and one hour to go. FM 961. AM 1170. The answer...
1: Shooter ready, stand by. Welcome to Gun Owners Radio. We are your Second Amendment community. Interviews, product reviews, politics, trivia. Gun Owners Radio has it all and more. Check us out at gunownersradio.com and tune in every week to hear Dave Stahl, Michael Schwartz, and all our guests talk about everything Second Amendment. Here we go.
2: All right, folks. Welcome back to Gun Owners Radio, FM 961. AM 1170. The answer. Help Orange County gun owners get the right people elected in Orange County, please. People that will stand up and protect your gun rights. How? By becoming a member today. Go to ocgunowners.com slash join. Now is the time to join the growing number of gun owners who care and want to protect our Second Amendment rights. Go to ocgunowners.com slash join and become a member today. All right, winners, prizes,
1: and events. Subscribe and win. Subscribe to our email list and win some swag. Dude, mango? seven years. This is the first time I've ever put something in my mouth right before I'm supposed yeah, to be I've It's the <laughs> yeah, weirdest I'm, I'm, mistake.
2: And we won't tell anybody what you did.
3: Mm-hmm. Spaghetti.
2: Super good. It's not spaghetti. <laughs> yes, it
1: is. it is. It's a piece of mango. It's delicious. Okay, this week's winner, Martin Risen. I think if my name were Martin Risen, I'd go by Mojo. <laughs> Mojo Risen. Which, that's the first time he's ever heard that. Email Martin. Thank you for, for, your, uh, for winning. Email us at prizes at gunownersradio.com to claim your T-shirt or hat. Um, okay, San Diego Gun Show, March 2nd and 3rd, 2024. All kinds of cool stuff happening. It's not just a gun show, it's a symposium. Some of the classes we have are amazing. You'll be able to uh, go to the gun show and take a class all at once. This is not just a gun show, it is an event. Classes offered include CPR, AED. Uh, stop the. What's AED stand for?
3: Automated external defibrillator. Right, see, I knew she'd know.
1: Mm -hmm. Stop the Bleed class, how to build a medical kit, self-defense for real estate agents, drawing from a holster, dry fire, learn how to effectively train at home for free, handgun mastery, and how to identify a public threat. So all day, Saturday and Sunday, March 2nd and 3rd, we're going to have different classes from different experts. And uh, you you can only go to these classes if you attend the gun show. So you're going to want to buy tickets to go to the gun show, then come on down, have fun with us. Of course, we're going to have movie night on Saturday night as well, so you're going to want to buy a ticket and watch the movie with us. Um, we're not we're contractually contractually uh, b- uh, banned from telling you what the movie is, but uh, it's uh, it's one that we talk about a lot here on Gun Owners Radio, so you'll know. Um, classes are offered as an add on to the general show admission tickets. You have to purchase your gun show tickets. Uh, to attend the class. So you get the latest updates on the gun show by going to gunownersradio.com slash gun hyphen show. That's gunownersradio.com slash gun hyphen show. Why'd they put the hyphen in there? I might have to talk to Rich about that. Why couldn't it just be gun show? That stuff bothers me. The little stuff. So gunshowradio.com slash gun hyphen show. You don't have to spell out hyphen put the little hyphen. Um, and if you want a lot more information, January 8th, 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, attend the Zoom information session to learn how to sponsor, exhibit, or volunteer. You go to gunownersradio.com slash gunshowinfo to register. And, uh, yeah, so I invite everybody to do that. <clears throat> it's going to be cool. Bill, I'm pretty excited about our gun show, man. I, I got to tell you, as an instructor – My hope is that you and the other instructors and gun shows and gun range, or excuse me, gun shops and gun ranges benefit from this gun show. That's the idea. I I know for years the gun industry community in San Diego has kind of looked at the gun show as competition. And I don't think that's a good idea. And it kind of was. And I really want to integrate the gun shows, the gun ranges, the gun instructors. And my hope is that that that's what that's uh, my hope is that it'll it'll uh, you know a, a rising tide will raise all ships. That's yeah. the idea.
4: A lot of those classes that you're doing there, those are USCCA classes that we teach. We do free classes and that stuff once a month. We yeah. do them at Five Elevens. We do them at our office at Second A. We do them at McLaren Defense once a month. There's a class in each of these places that we do for free. Good. And the whole point is to educate people yep. and get them involved, get them thinking about things. Everybody thinks that they take a class and that's how you do things. It's not. These classes are designed to make you think hmm. because we don't know what situation you're going to come across. Neither do you. And it's never going to be that scenario that somebody thought up in their head to put yeah. in a class. Right. It's going to be completely different. Right. So the key thing is the key pointers that you think about so that you can go home and say, what would I do if this happened to me? Yeah,
1: just yeah, well, to get you thinking. Mike Tyson said it best: "Everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the face." That's right. <laughs> that's yeah, and that's uh, there's a lot of different versions of that, but I think Mike Tyson's is the the plainest. <laughs>
4: yeah, that's right in the
1: face. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool, man. Like I said, I, I hope uh, in the idea is, of course, these classes are going to be taught by local. Instructors uh, that are basically advertising, m- much like you guys, you know, saying, "Hey, yeah. come on out! You know, we have all kinds of different classes, uh, so come, come be a part." And uh, I think it'll be a good thing, man. I, I really, I, I've watched the gun community grow in the last eight years uh, as I've been, you know, running San Diego County gun owners, and it's 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 grown in leaps and bounds, and it's gotten even more gelled together than I ever imagined. And uh, but there's still a lot, of, lo- long way to go.
4: Yeah, it's like they they say the enemy of my enemy is my
1: friend. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Well, cool. Alicia, you're going to be at the gun show, aren't you? I'll be there. Nice. What are you doing? Do you have any? What do you do? You have a thing? I believe my
3: volunteer spot is. I think I'm cleaning the bathrooms. (laughs) <laughs> I, I don't know what I'm going to be doing yet. Okay. I do know, though, that I'm going to be, I already confirmed with Rich, I'll be offering the uh, the training deals. But uh, nice. as far as what I'm doing, whatever you need me to do. Yeah. Okay. Be sure. There.
1: Yeah. There, we're going to need a lot of volunteers. I can't um, tell you what I'm going to do. I know what you're going to do. You and I are broadcasting Sunday afternoon. We're doing Gun Owners Radio from there.
2: Not yet. What, 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 not yet. What do no, you mean? We went in and had a discussion. So <laughs> we're still working on it. All right. We're going to make that happen. I, you can't. I you're can training, Sunshine. What do you mean? I'm not doing anything on Sunday. You're not teaching.
1: On Sunday? I don't think so. The producer says you are. We'll get this figured out. I wanna, yeah, I want to broadcast from the gun show. It makes sense. Why wouldn't Well, but we? what
2: we're going to do, we can't do it four to six. Okay. Why? it closes at four.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's well, – I
2: have ways to make it happen. All
1: right, we'll figure it out. We'll get this figured out. But you're going to be training. We have the technology. I don't even know what I'm doing. Well, that's why you're training. I got to talk to somebody. He has know.
3: to talk to his handler.
1: Well, do you have a handler? In any case. Left or right? You're, you're, <laughs> you're going to be there. It's both. <laughs> well, I know. I'll I, have, I have a left and a right, all right you're all handler. Yeah.
6: You're all
1: yeah, I know you're going to be there, though. Of course. You're going to have uh,
2: hot rods, right? Uh, yeah, a 2000 black Jeep Wrangler. <laughs> and that's it.
1: There's nothing, it's more rod than hot. You're going to wax it, it'll <laughs> it needs- stand out. It needs so that with wax would be the only thing holding it together. So that'll be a good thing. It's <laughs> from
2: Hawaii. You call it pineapple? <laughs> no,
1: no, it's my Y2K Jeep. It's your Y2K. 2000 Jeep Wrangler. Jeep oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know. No, I did not. Whoever had it before me, they, 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 they had it. In they the got rid of it. They got rid of it. They had it. They and abandoned I wonder why. it. Why? They abandoned it. I wonder why.
3: It's got issues now. Well, it
1: was working back then, so <laughs>
2: <laughs> it still works. It,
1: it does. It works on occasion. Don't make fun of my G. Well, if you wouldn't beat on it with those big
2: gorilla hands of yours. Well, sometimes that's how you got to get things done, Dave. I can tell you, I'll tell i tell you a story I'm out there. You wouldn't believe it.
1: I don't know if I would want to hear
2: that. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't think so.
1: <clears throat> well, anyway, gun show, uh, gun symposium, all kinds of stuff happening, gun movie night. Uh, really, truly, mark your calendar, March 2nd and 3rd. Do everything you can to participate in some way, whether you're volunteering or attending or you just come down and watch the movie just with come us. come down and watch yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. We need to be able to say this thing was successful. Uh, you really, truly are helping to move the. the ball The other
2: ones forward. have been successful. Don't be so negative.
1: I, they were, but the other ones were successful, and and that now allows us to take it to the next level. Yeah, but see, now you're worried because you're in a really fancy building. Well, we're sticking it out there. I mean, you know, uh, everything. Yes you are. I got to tell you, everything we've done from day one has been a huge. Uh, 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 you know, challenge. It's been a huge gamble and I mean, success. You know, and success. But that's that's what we we can't just rest good. on our. Laurels. I like to
2: see you stressed. I don't. I, don't, I, mean, I wonder what's going to go out this year. It's but you never neck, see my back or, it, or it's your back or it's <laughs> your hip. I see my shoulders kind <laughs> of,
1: <laughs> but, you, but never my laurels. No, never your laurels. My are laurels, laurels are in. always. I'm not resting on those. Them things are
2: uptight and ready to rock. Man, do I have healthy rural laurels? <laughs> yes, you do. Let's take a quick break. This is Gun Owners Radio FM ninety six AM 1178, The Answer! Alright folks, hey, welcome to Gun Owners Radio FM, 961 AM 1170, The Answer. Not me, Is for women, by women, and it's designed to help women with training, purchasing a gun, and getting a concealed carry permit. And guess what? It's free. If you are a woman or you know a woman who needs help, have her sign up and we will give her the help you need. To sign up, go to notmesd.org.
1: All right. So, uh, you know, everybody, hopefully everybody has heard by now. What happened with SB2, it was an emotional roller coaster. Um, But uh, as of now, we have a, Bill, I'd I'd call this a semi-permanent win. You know what I mean? I think that it's it's we're going to get this injunction is going to be in place for a while, um, but it's not permanent. We still have to work our way through everything. But I don't know. What are your thoughts on the whole thing?
4: My thoughts on the whole thing. Most people understand that the biggest part of SB two that affects concealed carry holders Mm -hmm. is the sensitive places. Yeah. You guys have got your injunction on that. That's going to end up going to court at some point. It'll yeah. get adjudicated. It's down the road, okay? We kick that down the road a little bit. Yeah. The biggest thing that a lot of CCW holders do not understand is what the DOJ did with their emergency regulations yeah. and what they're trying to do there. And i got to tell you right now, for the people in San Diego County, you are amongst the luckiest ones in this whole mess because our Sheriff's Department, has given us a lot of help, and they've done a lot to counter what the DJ, DOJ's been trying to do. They've, they've been awesome. Other counties, they're literally being shut down. They're losing all their CCW instructors.
1: I'm trying to think, who, the, the, what organization out there was uh, advocating for this sheriff and helped her get elected? That would Can't, be us. I, yeah, that would be us. Exactly right. Can't tell you how many people are like, well, just wait for her to turn on you. Wait for her to turn on you. now we're watching her support, uh, CCW and gun owners. Uh, above and beyond some of the other folks that are normally thought of as, as you know, proceeds to do it, but that's that's whole other discussion. So, Bill McLaren from Second Amendment Firearms Training, um, tell the story. I talked only a little bit about it because, um, you know, the uh, the sensitive areas thing was was such a ping pong game. Talk about exactly what happened. What 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 happened with the emergency orders? What how does it affect you, and how does it affect your customers?
4: How it affects us is that. The way the DOJ wrote that order, mm-hmm. if you look at the actual penal code, they dropped a whole bunch of eligible certifications to be a CCW instructor yeah. off of that list with their emergency order and basically narrowed it down to law enforcement. okay
1: well, you, so you had to, so it so it used to be um one of the things that s b two did is they centralized uh, all these certifications, what you have to do to be an instructor. Normally, it was up to the sheriff. they picked it you you would what would you do to to the sheriff what we did
4: was every single county is different i can only talk for san diego county what happens in san diego county is they have a requirement and it's actually a pretty steep requirement they require you to have a minimum of an nra pistol instructor Mm -hmm. you need an advanced nra instructor and you need a coe that's the basic level to be able to teach
1: CCW here, okay. COE is basically like a, it's like a big, huge background check that says, "Hey, this person is
6: it's
4: eligible." The same to- background check we go through to buy a gun, and it's okay. renewed every year. No. But it has mm-hmm. to be renewed every year. Gotcha. But those are the requirements in San Diego County,
1: and and then and so then the state said the state stepped in and said, "Hey, sheriffs, we're going to tell you what you have to require." Right, they sent, so they centralized it, the California DOJ. Surprise, surprise! The California DOJ did a horrible job. Yep. And what? So what are the differences? What? What? What do you mean that that only law enforcement? Like okay. what What is the actual difference?
4: This is, we, we talk about. It used to be. It's been this way for decades. Right. Okay. Yep. This has been set for decades. Most of the instructors that are teaching you guys your CCW, they're NRA certified instructors. Mm-hmm. A few of them are BSIS certified instructors. But the bottom line is that the majority of them are highly experienced, well-trained instructors. What the DOJ has said is, oh, guess what? You guys can go to hell. We don't want you guys anymore. We just want law enforcement instructors. You tell me what law enforcement guy went through the academy and learned about concealed carry. Yeah. You tell me what BSIS instructor who teaches armed guard cards learned about concealed carry in his training. Yeah. And the answer is, Nothing.
1: Not nothing. Yeah. It's really doesn't make any sense. It feels like so what they did is they said, Hey, this NRA instructor thing, out. No NRA. No NRA. And that feels like that's a political move.
4: It's a political, it's a vindictive move. But the other the other thing is that okay, government wants to change regulations. That's fine. But you're looking at a business that's been established, not just mine. Right. But many businesses that have been established for many years, they've been meeting with compliance and everything they're required to do, doing a great job, and now you're saying, well, now you have to be this certified in order to continue doing that. Where's the path forward? You're right. They didn't provide any path forward. They simply shut down an industry.
1: And and in that something like two-thirds not only couldn't comply – I'm sorry, not only didn't comply. In other words, they didn't have the certifications that – that uh, the state mandated, but there there was no path. They couldn't comply. There's no. It's not like they could say, "Well, all right, here I'll take a week off and I'll go take the certification. I'll be good to go." Uh, the the way it looked was that there was no way to comply. No. And and so when that happened, when when they uh, when they had this draft, which by the way, this hasn't it hasn't actually been implemented yet. They sent out a draft and they said, "Here, what do you guys think?" And there was a bunch of feedback and it looked horrible. Um, so what was the sheriff's in San Diego what was their response
4: the great response from our sheriff it took a while and things changed over the over christmas time from like the week before christmas through good. to the 1st of january mm-hmm. things were changing almost on a daily basis yeah. the sheriff was scrambling to try and figure out what to do they came up with what i think is a pretty damn good solution for San Diego county all the instructors that were currently authorized on the list to teach yep they will remain authorized to teach an ARCCW class until such time as we would have been due to renew our certifications in like July or August yeah. of 2024 right. at which point we will have to comply with whatever new regulations are in force an additional like 7 8 months right they also said you same instructors will also be allowed to teach the AR and the 16 hour so the new AR renewal and the 16 hour uh initial class. But we had to submit new training curriculums for these two classes, which have to be approved by the Sheriff's Department. And then if you look on the sheriff's list now, it's like hieroglyphics everywhere. There's all yeah. these <laughs> little different symbols that mean different things. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's secondary firearms training and McLaren Defense. We've been on this since the second it hit the floor. Right. We got all our instructors compliant with what they wanted so that we could stay in business. We got a whole ton. Of, we got about 70 people ahead of January 1st to get nice. them through, to get them through that.
1: Congratulations. So 70 of your students were able to... Avoid the new regulations. Avoid the new additional eight yeah. hours for initials and or four hours right. for... Yeah. For
4: the time being anyway. For the time yeah. Being. So the way it works right now, and this is the best clarification we have, and this did come from the sheriff in the meeting we had on the 27th, and I have confirmed it in person with the Sheriff's Department, with Jeff, Jennifer, uh, Jessica. Jessica Marty. Yeah, she's a really good good person.
1: I think she's a huge credit to that organization. Yeah. I think in licensing, they're all really good, and I think uh, Jessica is uh, uh, an example of just how good a, a clerk in licensing can be. I mean, she's just absolutely wonderful, knowledgeable, cooperative, informative, um, always answers her, her emails and, and phone calls. She's wonderful.
4: Yeah, so t- with their help and with us being persistent, we've managed to get ahead of this. We've been keeping all our 3,000-plus students informed of what's happening on a daily basis. What we need is for them to get it out to everybody else, Yeah, because we can only reach so many people. Right, right now, <clears throat> if you applied for your CCW in 2023, mm-hmm. you will only have to take an eight-hour initial class.
3: Your grandfather did.
4: You're grandfathered in on that. If you applied after twenty twenty three, i.e., after Jan one, mm-hmm. you will have to take the sixteen hour class that comes under the new rules.
1: And what what's the difference between the? I didn't mean to cut you off there. Go ahead. Yeah, but so. what, 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 My next question is going to be: What's the difference between the eight and the sixteen hours?
4: The eight and the six The eight is for renewals. Okay, you've but got I mean, your, no. You've got your initial eight for the old one. We yeah. have a curriculum for that. It's been approved. We teach that. The sheriff grandfathered that in. However, for the new sixteen hour class, yeah. we have to include mental health counseling. What
1: does that look like? What does that mean?
4: Right now, <laughs> what it means is we talk about I, anything, I anything to do with mental health counseling for one hour.
3: So here's so they I they don't give me guidance.
1: So I come in and I lay on a couch and you, you counsel me, Bill? Like no. a, like an old. Like, we're gonna, gonna talk about
4: we're gonna talk about things about how to identify for I mean it's a valid point. If you have a concealed firearm, mm-hmm it's not locked in a safe all the time. Right. It's important that if you have family members who may be suffering from some kind of mental health problem, that you mm-hmm. can identify that and take steps, extra steps to make sure they can't get hands on a gun. Likewise, you need to be able to identify if you have mental health problems, yeah? We're not psychoanalyzing people. We're just broaching the subject. We're also gonna tell them where they can get mental health counseling in San Diego County. It's, this is not you being psychoanalyzed. Sure. It's just a discussion about mental health and how important it is, especially with a CCW gun, which is not locked up all the time.
2: I don't so, think that's bad. So, well,
1: okay.
4: I mean, the content. So anyway. let me
2: be the devil's advocate. All right. Let's say you do this, and you do the 16 hour, and then that person whack goes out someplace, whacks out, and shoots somebody. Can they come back to you and said, "Well, you were you you've been, no. you, you looked at there"? No,
4: we're not giving mental health advice. So then why are, we're you simply, even, then why are you we? We're simply because we have been told by the state that we have to do it, and they have given us at this point no guidance on what okay, we have gotcha. to talk about. So as
2: long as you're not giving you guys, they really we're can't not come giving out. advice.
4: We're simply going to point out the kind of factors <laughs> to look for that would maybe not necessarily say you have a, but it could be a warning indicator.
2: Well, you had a, a student a while back we mm-hmm. won't mention her name, that qualified for you to basically say, yeah.
3: Well, as an instructor, when when people are coming through, what we're signing off on when we sign that certificate is that they're proficient with their firearm, and part of that proficiency is going to be safe. So it's not only accuracy in the, in the qual, it's going to mm-hmm. be safe handling and all of that. Um, we don't issue the permits. We simply sign off on the certificate stating that they met the standards that the sheriff has given us that we have to have them abide by.
4: This is an ongoing argument, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yep.
6: Yeah. Alright.
2: I hate arguing, so <laughs> we're gonna take a break. This is Gut Owners Radio. <laughs> FM961 1, AM1170. The answer. <laughs> Hey, welcome. This is Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. You know, a lot of companies wasted an enormous amount of money on marketing. The design is excellent. The photos are beautiful and your website looks great, but it's just not getting customers. Why? Because you don't have the words that make people buy. But now you can fix that with SageTree. SageTree can help you find the words that make it easy for your customers to understand what you do and how to buy from you. Stop wasting money today and schedule a call. Getting started is real easy. Go to sagetree.com, click on the Schedule an Appointment button at sagetree.com, and don't forget, click that Schedule a Call button. All right, we're talking to Bill McLaren. We're talking about SB2. SB2
1: threatened to stop concealed carry for everybody in California, but thanks to uh, uh, thanks to uh, our, a couple lawsuits, one of them was was ours. Um the uh, bans on sensitive areas and the requirement to hang signage is all gone. So I'm right back here in the studio, carrying concealed, just like a, just the way God intended. Bill, so uh, congratulations to everybody involved, and we're so so happy. But we're talking to Bill specifically about some of the other ways that SB2 is affecting Californians. But thankfully, in San Diego, you're you're giving high praise to the sheriff for being extremely reasonable and making sure that there is still a path for yeah. people to, to we've got, get training and carry. We've got
4: a temporary path. And just to go back to what we were talking about before, sure. we talked about in 2024, if you applied for your CCW after Jan 1st, you will have to do the 16-hour course. Right. For renewals, you're all going to have to do the eight-hour renewal course. The good news is we already have eight-hour renewal courses posted going up. We've taken that schedule down like five or six times as <laughs> things change. Yeah. We're finally getting it up. Uh, Second A will have them up there on Monday morning. There will be eight-hour renewal classes on our website available for you to take. McLaren Defense will have them up as well. We're moving forward with this. It's a glitch. The basic thing, the way we look at it is the government wants you to quit. They want you to give up because this is too damn difficult.
1: You're exactly right.
4: And what we've been trying to do since this kicked in is we're trying to make it as seamless and as easy as possible for people to comply with what they need to comply with and get this done. That's why we talked to this before Christmas. If you're a San Diego County gun owner member.
1: Yeah. Okay, so I was going to do a big setup. This is very, very cool. And forgive me, I haven't gotten this updated on the website yet, but it will be, and we're also going to put this out in an email. SB2 just kind of took a lot of, you know, took a lot of bandwidth. Okay, big announcement from Bill McLaren at Second uh, Second Amendment uh, Firearms Training. Has a huge offer for San Diego County gun owners members, and that offer is? Okay,
4: if you're a Sandy, San Diego County gun owner member and you need to do an ARCCW class, so let's clarify that. That's an AR renewal or... We split up the 16-hour class. When it finally comes out, will be two hour classes to make it easier for people. So that class is an AR class as well. Any AR California CCW class you do with us, there's a code on the website. You get a $40 discount on that class. And that is per class. If you have to take two, you get 40
1: on each one. That's awesome. $40 oh. per class. So wait a minute. On the- That's 80 That's 80 <laughs> That's- Thank you, Dave. Well, you used to work at a bank. I I, I don't. I only have so many fingers and toes, so I'm glad you pointed that out. That's eighty dollars for two classes. Yep. Huge, uh, huge financial advantage to being a San Diego County Gunners. Yeah. Enormously uh, generous too, and that that, I got to tell you, that's uh, probably the most generous offer uh, offer. Anyone's ever given San Diego County Gun Owners members, and I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. Thank you so much.
4: Right, we do it because we appreciate what San Diego County Owners does. That's why we support Gun Prom. That's why yeah. we're 10-ring members. Yes. That's why we come in here and do the radio shows. Our hope is that, What's the basic membership cost, 100 bucks. 100 bucks a year, $10 a month. So now if you've got a CCW permit, that's only costing you 60 bucks because you're saving 40 bucks on your CCW. Yeah, Give that money, to San Diego County gun owners. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank Perfect. you, thank you, thank totally you so agree. much.
1: Isn't that awesome? I think so. I, I'm I'm seriously, I, guess I hope I don't, but I think that's uh, I think that is the most generous offer any instructor anybody's ever given uh, San Diego County gun owners. Member, we're obviously appreciative of anything anyone's willing to do for San Diego County gun owners members. Um, but that's phenomenal. Thank you so much, Bill. You're, You're welcome. welcome. Yeah, and we're uh, uh, we're so happy about our members. One of the things uh, you can look forward to. Is that you talk about gun prom? Gun prom is October 12th. We're going to announce that thing uh, in a couple of weeks. We're just going to do a a save the date, you know, marker calendar thing. Uh, It's going to be a lot of fun. Whole new. It's it's like, think of it as gun prom 2.0, version 2.0. Hey, you want to see if. It's gen 2 gun prom. You want to see if Alicia will compete? Compete? Maybe she'll do 45. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's one of the instructors. Dave. Oh, she's already, yeah, she's one of the ones. Would you, didn't you know get the first brother's No. Yeah. <laughs> that's a lot of money. That's 90. <laughs> what do you mean? No, <laughs> it's still 80, Dave. Still 80. No, He's, if you go through me her or through Bill, you'll get her as the instructor. Well, I not like, know you like, work for them. That's
3: like bidding against myself. Babe. Yeah. Congratulations. So, which is okay. You can bid
4: against Yeah, yourself. we're actually, if you look on the sheriff's list right now, I think McLaren Defense and Second A Firearms Training are the only two that are certified to do all the classes. As of Friday, when I looked on Friday, there are quite a there's maybe six or seven yeah. that can do renewal classes. But there's only my two companies that can do the. We we're way ahead of everybody else on this. We've been busting our hump. You know, Congratulations, good, good
1: for that, that's awesome. I just looked while we were talking. I just looked at my. Get My permit, I'm good till January of next year. So yeah. Hey? Yeah. <laughs> January 2025. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Everything or, we're are now you now I just now looking 40. for the first time? I, yeah, probably <laughs> the first time in you know the year or whatever I've had it. So yeah,
3: I better check mine.
1: I don't remember getting it last year in January though. I don't know. Maybe I did. But anyway. Here's one thing you
4: got to think about: the sheriff's done us a solid. Yeah, in the way they've grandfathered this in. Hundred percent. If this new regulation goes in and they stick to it, you're still going to lose about 80% of the CCW structures come January unless they provide a pathway forward for those instructors to get certified. So let's
1: talk a little bit more about that. So by taking away the NRA instructor, the only path is to have been in law enforcement.
4: Or BSIS, which is basically baton training. Yeah, Which is basically what? Your armed guard. Trainers, oh. the guys who do armed guard training, and a majority
3: of those, th- the easiest path is going to be law enforcement. Is law enforcement. Yeah. See,
4: there's not, there's no real path for us. I'm ex-military, so I don't get to qualify for any of these things anymore. If mm-hmm. I was active-duty military, mm-hmm. I could get into these classes and do them. But because I'm retired. Uh I can't do it anymore. Uh And anybody who is a civilian instructor, is very difficult for them. There's literally no path for them to to get into it. You have to find
3: what's like a post-blessed, it's called post. It's a a post-blessed instructor course which technically one of the prereqs is law enforcement unless you find an instructor willing to let you kind of slide in. of a lot hard.
4: of the chiefs and the sheriffs don't want their guys teaching that mm-hmm. class to civilians. There right. I
1: know. And it was a big education for me. It was actually kind of confusing. I had no idea all the different types of certification because mm-hmm. it was so easy. NRA has been around and they're experienced. Whatever they think of NRA is political stances you know and political activities you know that's separate from the professional training you know the curriculum the experience that they have it, it's such a silly juvenile thing to do you, you know it's not like nra is getting millions of dollars you know because you get certified to be you know what i mean it's so silly But don't it's such they a,
2: want us trained
1: no absolutely not they want us disarmed they want us disarmed.
3: Think of supply and demand. What's it going to do when most <laughs> no. instructors can't, no, can't offer it? How hard is it going to be for the public to find a course? It shows and you how expensive is it going
1: to be. It is. Yeah. But B- Bill's looking way down the road. I, I do want to say Bill's looking way down the road. Right now, just concentrate on the, the things we can control. Things like you know, get your training, uh, support you know all the things that we're doing. Support the, the radio show. Support Bill and, and folks that are that are, uh, you know, in the fight, uh, you know, doing the things that they need to do. Support the the gun show. Do all the things that you can control. You know, don't throw your hands up in the air and go, oh my gosh, we got all this. down. We'll figure it out. If they put up a roadblock, we'll figure out a way to uh, go around it. Because we still have a Second Amendment right. We still have a Second Amendment. We'll either figure out a way to go around it, or we'll get an attorney and we'll bust right through it. I, it's but I get it. Sometimes it's frustrating. How many more times do we have to win? <laughs> you know, every time there's a roadblock, I get a slew of texts and emails. And man, guys, I'm here for you. If you gotta, if you gotta pour out your heart and say, "Oh, I'm so frustrated," whatever. I let's commiserate together. Let's you know, fine. But people just fall apart. And I'm like, guys, we're gonna win. We're gonna win this thing. You know, we finally have everything in place. We just have to be patient. Yeah, it's frustrating. But we keep winning.
2: Things keep going in the right direction. That's why you're seeing as many roadblocks as you are, because you're getting closer and closer to the finish line. Well, this uh, bill, this
1: this SB two is just an absolute fit that they threw. It's a it's a knee-jerk
4: reaction to the Bruin decision. Yeah. Big middle finger. We've already seen New York's one got struck down, and this almost identical bill to what California is trying to put through. Right. They're going to lose. What they're hoping is that it's going to take so long for them to lose that we give up. So what? They I, my they message. don't know who they're
2: talking to. That's my right.
4: message is: we don't give up, and we don't just look at today. I'm going to disagree with you on that. We have to look down the Six months is not far. Yeah. Well, no. Yeah, I hear yeah. you. Yeah. But I'm just. I guess what I'm saying. Just don't
1: panic over it. Right. Don't, don't panic, panic over, it. over it. But you've got just to keep your eye on the in ball. The road. yeah
2: Yeah. Just a bump in the road. Well,
1: but I've, Bill, you're a lot like me in that I, I, I like to say that there are two kinds of people in the world. There are people who agree with me, and then there's the undecided.
6: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and right now, Gavin Newsom's just undecided. Yeah, so, but I, I think, think we're, he's undecided on a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're going to uh, – I think we're going to convince them.
6: <laughs> I think we're
1: going to convince them.
3: You know, so. really, if it was, if it was, you know, like to your point, Dave, about you know, do not they want people trained? If you know, even if they try to get the DOJ tries to come back with, they want something more uniform. They want to make sure that their instructors are, are to a certain standard. Maybe you know, what is that standard? Maybe they need to provide an opportunity for the training. Maybe they provide it. Maybe they pick instruct you know, instructors that they want to be able to teach it and make sure all the the instructors have an opportunity to come up and meet that standard. And uh, take you know training courses
1: there. Well, I, I think we're like I said, if every roadblock, we're either going to go around it mm-hmm. or we're going to knock right through it. One of the things I'm extremely proud of is, you know, we didn't know how long this stay on the injunction was going to last, so we were all preparing, you know, and trying to figure out well how exactly we do this. In San Diego County, gun owners messaging uh, that we would not participate in this signage program that they had. I'm extremely proud of that. It was something that took a lot of thought. Uh, we really had to um, figure out how we're going to do this. And I know everyone's first reaction was, well, I, a lot of people's first reaction was, hey, let's get these signs, let's put them out there. And San Diego County Gun Owners immediately said, you know what, we're not participating in this. This is as offensive as it gets. It's no different than some of the other, you know, it's no different than, than the, some of the racism and bigotry we've seen and, you know, some of the signs that have had to be posted. Other, it's no different. And I'm really, really proud of the stance they took. Uh, and, and in the face of resistance, even from its own members, you know, and I, I'm very, very happy about that. But more importantly, I'm extremely happy that yesterday that stay is gone, the injunction's in place, and Bill and Alicia and I can carry
2: and Dave can eventually get a CCW. Hopefully.
3: <laughs> Call me.
2: Yeah, I gotta do algebra, please. <laughs> All right, this is Gun Owners Radio, FM 961AM 1 1170. The answer. Welcome back to Gun Owners Radio. Was that a fast hour 45 minutes? Goodness gracious, but this is Gun Owners Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. Yes, sir. Hey, if you're a gun owner, and if you ever need to use your gun to protect yourself or your loved ones, you need legal protection. Even if you do everything right, even if you're 100% justified, you should be prepared for the legal battle after your self-defense battle. We've seen it right here in San Diego where an innocent man showed his firearm to discourage a violent attacker and he had to spend thousands of dollars in legal fees to restore his freedom and rights. That's why you need firearms legal protection. When you join, you get uncapped legal protection for self-defense for civil or criminal cases with a 24-7 hotline. Joining is easy. Just go to firearmslegal.com and click on Become a Member. Use code G O R for a discount. Enjoy the peace of mind knowing that you are protected. If you're ever involved in self defense incident, firearmslegal.com, and do use the code G O R for a discount. Geez, you know,
1: uh, you know how the every every little interest and in hobby has their own little subgroup, right? They're gun guys and they're car guys and they're watch guys, whatever. So the the watch guy world is the by far like the nerdiest, you had no idea, geekiest world. <laughs> it
2: is. Oh my god! I, I yeah, I, especially those guys that go around say "Yeah, excuse me, can I take a picture of your watch?" <laughs> How dare
4: you! I guess They're probably on a par with train spotters then. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, I just I waded into a discussion on a uh at a in a in a online room at a. In it for for watches, and I am so regretting it. What? I'm never talking to a watch person ever again in my
2: life. You actually went into a chat room?
1: Uh, yeah, a watch chat room. Isn't that horrible? It's it's really gross. <laughs> <laughs> On that mental health counseling, have you saw yes. any of yeah, that? Yeah, really.
2: <laughs> Alright. Yeah, let's talk to your, your
1: nephew. My nephew, Sam. Now it's time for everybody's favorite segment. Sam, the gun guy, is my nephew, and if you send us a question... Um, and it ha- it's gun-related. We use it on the air. We'll send you a hat or a shirt. And if you stump my nephew, uh, then we'll give you some kind of cool special prize. And Sam is rarely wrong. Uh, so it is very hard to stump my nephew, but let's, let's give her a try. So, Sam, are you there?
0: Yeah, how are you guys?
1: Good, man. How are you? Can't complain. I enjoyed your, your blog this week very much. I enjoyed it all the time, but I particularly enjoyed this one. Um, you're on a roll, man. You're what doing it a really about? good job. I haven't seen it. It was about the Militia Act of oh. 17, 18, 18? 1792.
0: 1792
1: Militia Act. It, it, if if you really truly want to be able to understand and explain the Second Amendment and the meaning of the Second Amendment, you have to understand the Militia Act, I would say. Um, at least, definitely makes things more clear and you a more effective explainer if you do and the, i think step number one in understanding it is reading sam's blog so if you go to san diegocounty gun slash blog you'll see his his blog there and he does an excellent job anyway uh but let's get to the question so boom go for it alicia question is
3: all right sam here's your question it, and it comes from michael from san diego <laughs> <laughs> michael wants to know that during vietnam the u.s army turned national match grade m14s into sniper rifles what was the army designation for this new sniper rifle?
0: Michael from San Diego, thank you very much for writing in. You are. Um, <laughs> oh, it, it's it's the same one. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> I found this one. This is me. Yeah. Um, the uh, the United States military in Vietnam didn't really have um, as well run of a a sniper program as they do today. Like we we have this image. Um, Of American, like U.S. Army and and Marine Corps snipers being this very elite force that has always existed, but that really isn't so. And so in Vietnam, they experimented with a lot of different uh, precision rifles uh, to figure out kind of what worked best in those types of conditions. And uh, a lot of those lessons learned from Vietnam went to later develop U.S. sniper training programs um they tried accurized m14s designated m21 um they they did some which is that's that's the answer to the actual question you ask it it's the m21 um and that was basically they they took a barreled m14 action and glass bedded it into the stock and added a scope mount but they found that accurized m14s still really were not up to snuff so, um, they, they began developing dedicated sniper rifle platforms.
1: What, what is the, uh, does glass embedded mean? Glass, glass well, um, bedded.
0: The, the bedding is the way. So if, if you, if you imagine the way, um, think of like a bolt action rifle, think of a, a hunting rifle. Mm-hmm. Um, the way, the bedding is the way the action and the barrel fit into the stock. So, what they and this is something you used to see a lot more on the competition circuit kind of less so now with chassis systems but um they would use fiberglass like basically like bondo to provide (laughs) a more stable interface between the action and the stock so the barrel would be distorted less by the stock
1: that's right man you killed it bill what do you think of this kid he's only seven years old only seven (laughs) I don't. know. He might be eight by now. Point is, he's smart, smart kid, good genes. That's where it, that's where it comes from. Excellent job. That was uh, very very well done. You know, you were talking about uh, snipers and 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 the Marine Corps in Vietnam, World War Two. My understanding is, from what I've read, correct me if I'm wrong, but even you know, in World War Two and even into the beginnings of, of Vietnam, uh, sniper was kind of a, a negative term. And they they was really. Uh, you know it it like like we'd probably look at uh kind of they looked at it at snipers as the way we'd look at like suicide bomber or something like that. it was really really a, a negative term they they'd call them you know sharpshooters and marksmen uh but but the actual uh term sniper and the way we use snipers these days was was uh was was frowned upon uh back back then they Vietnam you kinda, they kind of had to uh, bring that whole thing forward and give it a, a different, uh, a different spin. Am I am I am I saying that right, Sam? Do you, do you have any any background on that?
0: Uh, it was at some points in the past considered to be kind of a dirty type of warfare, um, uh, dishonorable or or kind of bordering on criminal, if you will. Um, there, uh, I I don't have really any studies to to show um, numbers on this, but I have heard anecdotal reports of. Um, Captured snipers being executed summarily uh, because you know you, if, if you're a, a regular foot soldier and infantryman you you really don't like those guys
2: <laughs> Well, no, because the accuracy is I think the problem where a sniper will fire let's say five rounds and take out five enemy, but if a just a soldier is shooting, I don't know how much they really aim. They don't hide they're out in the open you know pretty much so a sniper they would think somebody that would cheat because he was able to cover and hide and, and take take out his his targets
4: no it was mainly the fear it's the fear factor
2: well because you don't well you don't know where any of the bullets right. are right you don't from. know where it's mm-hmm.
4: coming from and you've got no counter to it right yeah and that is the fear part because it can come from nowhere yep. and be gone and you don't know when it's coming back That's
2: right. And it's... But yeah, when you're out and out in in combat and you're just shooting, you know, it, it's just too chaotic. But when you know there's somebody out there, yeah, and can...
4: you never know if you're in, right. the Put you in the glass. that's Crazy. the scary part. You yeah. did
2: watch the movie Shooter, right? Have you seen
1: it with yeah. Uh, Wahlberg? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's that, a whole series. with that. That's
2: my movie. Red Dawn. Re- oh, really? Oh, yeah. That
1: movie oh, with yeah. Mark Wahlberg? Oh,
4: yeah. Uh, forget, forget Martin, that Martin. movie. Read the book.
1: I was going to say oh, it's like I a book
4: to read that. the book. Is it good? The book I read. I've read all those books. And it's called Shooter. The, no, it's not. It's called. Well,
1: no, uh, it. I can't remember that dude's name. Who was the guy? Bob the
4: name? Nailer is the actual sniper that they talk about. It's loosely based off of Carl Hathcock. Hmm. Okay. But uh, the original book is yes. "Death of a Soft Skin Animal." Can't remember. I what? can't remember the actual name we'll of it. Never find that. But find the just get out of there. Girl. Just find the book. It'll be in the. It'll be in the. Uh, the in the credits for the the show, it'll probably list it somewhere. Okay, I can go home and watch it. Yeah. But the, 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 uh, after reading it's, the book, uh, It says
0: it's from Point You'll never of like impact. that movie again. It's what? horrible. It says it's uh, based on Point of Impact Point by of impact. Stephen Hunter. Stephen Hunter books. Yep.
2: Okay, so a trivia. If you ever watch Mark Wahlberg get shot and he limps, any other time he gets shot, he limps exactly the same way. <laughs> he learned how to. So he learned how to limp in acting school. Yeah, but and he still. D- it. Whatever he just, happens to him, <laughs> he limps exactly the same way. <laughs> All right. Well, cool. So I won't like the movie.
4: No, once you've read the
1: book. Well, then I'm
2: not reading the book. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, awesome job.
1: You got a yeah. blog for tomorrow or you want to promote? Uh, or? Yep,
0: I have a blog post going up tomorrow. Wow. Um, as you mentioned, the, the one I, uh, I have that went up this past Monday, the one that's already up, is about the Militia Act of 1792. It's, I think it's a pretty interesting topic, but for the sake of, of relative brevity, I was only able to just scratch the very surface of it. But um, I, I think it's it's an interesting topic. Awesome. All, All right. right, that'll be
1: up tomorrow morning, right? right buddy. Happy New um, Year. No, I,
0: I, another one will be up tomorrow morning. That oh, okay. one's already up.
1: All right, gotcha. All right, great. Awesome, Sam.
2: Thanks, man. Thanks. Good night.
0: I still like that movie. <laughs> but I like
2: Mark Wahlberg, too. It's kind of corny. You like Mark? But I like Paper Patching. I
6: like
1: that movie. Uh, was it called The Fighter? Yeah. Oh, wow, that was a good movie. Christian Bale?
2: A lot of his movies are, are from True Stories. He's got another one coming up, too. I can't name it? Did you see the one um, where he was a bartender and the, for the Philadelphia? And he was in Philadelphia. yeah, 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 P-p-p-p-in invincible. Popoli. Yeah, Papali, invincible, unbreakable, or something like yeah, that. He limped there too. Invincible, that's what it yeah, was. Great movie. He, he limped there, there too.
1: Yeah, he limped there too. <coughs> <See?
2: laughs> I knew Brendan would like that. That's, hey, folks, we exactly want you to like and subscribe our show. Share it with a friend. Leave a comment. Join San Diego County Gun Owners. Please support our great sponsors, San Gun Owners, Orange County Gun Owners, Inland Empire Gun Owners, the Dillon Law Group, Sage Street, San Diego Flight Training International, Firearms Legal Protection. Big shout out to Alicia, Michael, and Sam the Gunman, Matthew Dominguez for all his hard work, Brendan Thomas, and our great guest, Mr. McLaren, all the way down from wherever. Don't forget to shake his glass. Hey, Bob Siegel's in the house, I think. Make sure you tune in. This is Gun Owners Radio, FM 961. AM 1170, the answer.